Hey Vessels, this is Love. And I'm Zion. And welcome to Voice of a Vessel Podcast. This week is juicy. We are talking about friendships, betrayal, and staying strong in these trying times. Yes, and we have a letter from a listener. And you know, we have a new segment of random ridiculousness. So keep listening, and we hope you enjoy. Man, it's been a week, huh? It has. I don't really want to say it was rough or it was hard, um, but it's definitely been a week, and it was exhausting, to say the least. Yeah, it really tested my endurance. Yeah. I think a lot of us are just, you know, really seeing that there's so much going on in the world, in society and culture and in law and just in our everyday lives. It's just really so much going on. I'm thankful that we're back again this week. Yes, even though we had so many distractions, we're here, guys. Yes, yeah, focus. We are focused. It's seeing like through the fog. It's having that goal and pressing towards it no matter what really you're not worried about the journey you focus on the finish line yes absolutely the finish line i don't really care what's along the journey i just i'm i gotta get to the finish line i'm going to get to the finish line that's no question no question so absolutely agree with you there i mean the journey is important there's some significance definitely but I own a prize. The journey grows you so you can get the prize. Yes, absolutely. Because there's so many things to learn along the journey. What you started off not being able to handle, by the time you get halfway through, you're able to handle and endure that much more. You're building up your stamina and your breathing and all of those things along the journey so that you can endure to the finish line. So all the trials, all the hardships, they're for a purpose. Yes, they're for a purpose. They are. So be encouraged. (laughs) Whatever you are, whoever you are, be encouraged because what is coming is so much better than anything that we've seen. And it means so much more than anything that we had to endure or go through in order to get to that finish line. So be encouraged. I think that most of us, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of people are feeling the pressure and the the anxiety and just all of the fear, like feelings, all of those feelings. But it's just so important that we remain steadfast and not get caught up in all the things we could get caught up in, like all of those cares that we could get caught up in. And there's a lot and some of them are very moving. And, you know, it's not to say that they're not important, but we just have a goal in mind. And so we're pressing toward the mark to reach that finish line. Honestly, what you went through will be an inspiration for others. Yes, absolutely. And that's the that's the ultimate goal, that you are able to inspire other people so y'all can all make it in. That's right. There's room for all of us. Everybody that wants to go, it's a personal choice, but there's room for everybody. I don't have to do anything that would hinder anybody else. Like, I want to help people along the way. Like, there might be times in the journey where we have to lean on each other. Yeah, I got your back. <laughs> you know, when your water run out, I got water. You know what I'm saying? So we can just help each other. But the point is to make it to the finish line. 
I'm definitely not gonna let nobody hold me down. Like if I gotta drag you, you know, I might have to like coach you and maybe become a drill sergeant and yell at you a couple times, but <laughs> I'm gonna help you get there if it's your choice. Like it's a personal choice. So um as long as you keep making a choice to go forward and press, then yeah, we can press together. And this week's random ridiculousness. <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> So recently, we're riding down the road. A song comes on. And anybody that knows me know that I absolutely love rap music. Like, song comes on the radio. I turn it up. Um, of course, it's a clean version. And I'm singing the song. And I get to the hook. And I'm like, Mine cut. Mine cut. That's what I'm saying, right? For the hook. And this chick. <laughs> Zion is saying something completely different. What was you saying, Zion? I was like, mm, money come. Mm, money come. And so we got into this debate. It became a heated debate about who was right. And ironically, we were coming, we were driving through an area in the country where we didn't have signal very well. So we're both trying to Google on our phones like the lyrics to the song and we can't find it. And we're going back and forth about it. Halfway to our destination and all the way back home and we're still going back and forth about it. And so we finally pull the lyrics up and see that it says mm, when the morning come mm, when the morning come she goes I told you I was right. I told you I was right. No, 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 no. This is how it went, right? Because when she did the mm, uncut, I was like, Mom, there's no way that's the thing. And she was so strong. And what she was saying, Zion, it's uncut. You know how mothers get when they know something is right? They don't want you to tell them anything else. What they said was true. And that's what it was. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure (laughs) that is not uncut. (laughs) But, you know. Whatever. So we found out the um the lyrics was when the morning comes. I was like, Dag Ma, you said uncut and you were so strong in the uncut ma and she was like, But you still said when money comes. It's not like you was right. So my stance was I wasn't as wrong as you. And that's where the real debacle came in. <laughs> It was a debacle. It was a debacle. Wow. Okay. So it's the first time I heard that word in relation to what we went through. But okay, I'll I'll go with debacle for a minute, right? So, and I'm tickled right now. So excuse me for a moment because she (laughs) carried me so hard. Like, it was a big thing. Like, she ragged on me for like, (laughs) for so long because, Ma, you were strong and wrong. You was just strong and wrong. And I was like, but you was wrong too, Zion. Well, I wasn't as wrong as you. I mean, I got more words right than you. At least I got some right words. You didn't. Th- what you said wasn't right at all. Like, you didn't even get one thing right. At least I got some of the words. And I was just like, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if you got some of the words. And she was so strong and so adamant about the fact that she had more right words than me. That we started talking about it with other people, like asking other people's opinion. And everybody agreed with me. It doesn't matter (laughs) 
If you got a few words right, if you didn't get it right, you're still wrong. And I mean, this, it was, when I tell you that it was a debate, like, it was, she was, and I mean, she proved her point. She gave a million examples. Try to give tangible examples, but none of them was really working because the truth is the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to say. I was so tickled about the uncut, <laughs> especially since she was so strong and confident in her lyric. And honestly, it's so rare to see mom be wrong about something. So I thought it was so funny. But since I think I was joking a little too hard, I think mom took the defensive. It was like, resign, you were still wrong anyway. No, it wasn't that at all. It wasn't <laughs> me defending myself. It was defending the truth. Because I'm always going to defend the truth. The truth is important. The truth is the truth. So you, I, all I'm saying is, yes, I was wrong. Yes, I was wrong. And that really should be a period. But because she carried me so hard, <laughs> it was like, okay, you know what? I'm wrong. But sweetheart, you're also wrong. Like, we're in the same boat here. Like, it's not like I'm in the little the life raft and you're on the cruise liner no <laughs> you're in the life raft with me sweetheart like we were both wrong and she up until tonight it actually up until tonight like right before we started recording we had a whole conversation and when I tell you I broke this thing down to where it could never be broken anymore it was completely broken down and she finally understood the principle behind it but she went so far with it. Like, you know, if this was a race and you was in third place and I got second place, guess what, mom? I got second place. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, really? But like, that is a difference, though. In that situation, it's a difference. But, I mean, you're relating it to the point where, like, let's say they're giving a gold, a silver, and a bronze. Like, if you're saying something like that, then I can, I'm not going to say I completely agree, but I kind of understand at least I still got a medal. But then that would mean the third person, the third place person got a medal, too. So, also, because yours is silver and mine is bronze. So, like, and you, I know you don't want to answer that and be honest and be like, uh-huh. But, <laughs> but the point is, like, it was, it's, me and my mother are very competitive. So, when stuff like that happens, we go a little too far with it. I just want to say this. Like, I don't want to beat y'all in the head about it. But I'm the queen. Like, I'm competitive within myself. It's just, it's just a part of who I am, right? Like, I'm competitive. I never compete with my child. <laughs> you know what? what I'm saying? Like, my child competes with me. And I'm really realizing this. Like, you know, she's, she's she hit 21. So I really realized that she wants to challenge the queen. And I'm like, baby, that's why I'm the queen. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I, I school. I don't get school. You know what I'm saying? I teach. I don't get taught. No. <laughs> I'm playing, y'all. But playing. I keep her on her toes. I'm she definitely does. But that's my thing. Like, I would be, I, I wouldn't feel as successful and, you know, as a mother. And I don't think I'm the best mom in the world. But I feel like, you know, I've done a good job raising my children. And I wouldn't feel as good. If my kids didn't keep me on my toes, because I don't know it all. I am still learning and I'm still growing and I will forever learn and grow while I'm on this earth. And so it's a, it's an expectation. 
Like, you should challenge me. You should keep me on my toes. Like, my thing is for you to be better than me. You know what I'm saying? Greater than me. Like, I want you to be smarter. I want you to be wiser. I want to pour everything I have into you. And you take that with all the knowledge that you have outside of me. And you make that into something great and magnificent. It was like she was pointing at my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you felt. I'm sorry you felt that she way. Was pointing at me. Nan, nan, the boo <laughs> You got one right. I got two. Like... I was like, you got two words right, bruh. Like, you got two words. Like, literally, two words. I don't know. I can't even say it's healthy competition because I'm not competing with her. So, it makes it hard when your daughter tries to compete with you. When I'm like, you're my daughter. So, the secret is, I guess I'm letting her in on the secret now. But the secret is, baby, I love you. I'll let you win. Like, seriously. But she didn't let me win today. I I didn't let her win because she took it to a level that was unbecoming of her as a person. Honestly, full transparency, what I told her is, if you're going to defend something, even when you're not right, at least have a solid foundation. Like, <laughs> have something to support yourself. And and then if, you know, when you come into the, the light of truth and all of that stuff, then you're willing to accept it because guess what? This is what I thought. I, you know, I stood on what I believed and now I see the truth. Like, that's different. But just to be like, I'm going to stand on the truth that I was righter than you. Then that's really not standing on anything that's healthy or anything that's, you know, becoming or anything that's a true foundation. Like, you don't want to stand on somebody else's neck and be like, oh, I'm taller than you. Like, you're only taller than me because you're standing on my neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I just wanted to make sure she understood the principle of it all. So I couldn't let it go. You know, if it was something simple, then yeah, you could have that. Like, okay, what was the other situation you mentioned? Years ago. It was a long time ago. Years ago. We had um, a little altercation because I told her that Egypt is within the continent of Africa. And she was like, no, it's not. And let me let me just clear this up. It was a verbal altercation. It was a, one of our debates. It wasn't, you know, altercation can kind of get taken out of context. It was, it was just like a little spar, a little verbal spar. I think it was kind of like the uncut thing. Yeah, it was a debacle. (laughs) It was a debacle. But she was right. And I completely gave it to her, you know. And and what I told her was, like, you you got that. You're right. Like, all these years, I thought that Egypt was completely, like, its own country. I really did because it's huge. The population is huge. Like, I know... I knew a lot of stuff about Egypt, but I just didn't know that it was actually a part of Africa. I thought it was separate. So, yeah, you know, in that instance, I didn't debate her. Like, when when I found out the truth, I gave it to her. And I learned something because I always told her, like, you're never too young for even me to learn from you. So I took that. But in this situation, it was completely different because there was no hum- humility in her personality. So I, I just needed her to be humble. And, yeah, you're right. It really did humble me. Um, so I appreciate it because I got a different perspective and I realized that I was wrong to push it. Hey, Zion. Yes? We got our first letter. Ooh, a letter. Yes. To be honest, we've gotten a few letters. However, this is the first one that we're going to read on the podcast. Yay! This is from Nikita. Nikita, sweetheart, I hope you understand. I'm not going to say your last name. And so the letter says, Hey, voice of a vessel. Love and Zion. I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. I do have a question. I told my best friend something in confidence, 
and she went back and told another one of our friends. I feel like I can't trust her. What should I do? Do I continue our friendship or should I cut the friendship off altogether? I'm confused. I want to say that I have discernment in all things, but in this situation, I'm kind of stuck. I love my friend and I don't want to end our friendship. However, I feel like she betrayed my trust by sharing information I shared with her with someone else. Help me. That's a good question. I keep thinking of the quote DMX said. I want to say DMX because I got it from him. I don't know exactly what he said, but what I took from it is that we should trust people to be who they are, but we should also trust ourselves enough to know who they are. And I know that sounds kind of funky, but that basically means that we trust people to be who they are. And we know them enough to know what they're going to do. So I wouldn't necessarily say not be their friend, don't have them in your life, but know that you can't tell them stuff that you don't want to get out. Because, yeah, they betrayed your trust if you told them something in confidence and they went back and said something. I agree. I agree. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the way I took what you just said was... We have to recognize people and accept them exactly where they are without having the expectation of who we want them to be. Correct. And I completely agree. Nikita, (laughs) the old me would have been like, nah, you need to cut them off. Like, they, you know, I can't trust you. But maturity tells me kind of exactly what Zion says. Like, you know, we trust people where they are. We don't place expectations on them and that's a good way to not get disappointed or not be betrayed you know what i'm saying by the people that we love we just you only tell somebody something if you don't mind everybody else knowing it and that's kind of like a good rule of thumb like i kind of feel like it's important for me personally to have a few people that i can you know be completely unadulterated with like no holes barred i need to say this exactly how i'm thinking it i don't have time to make it pretty Like, you know, I just need to vent. I have the saying that I've said for over 15 years now, like, I need my friends to take out my trash. Like, sometimes you just need someone in your life that can take the trash out for you. Because, like, a lot of times we get bogged down by just information and situations and all the things that happen. And we have no place to vent. We have no place to let it go. We, you know, and we don't, sometimes we don't understand that those things our trash that has been kind of depositing, um, we don't recognize it. And so it's good for someone to come alongside us and be like, you know what, let me just go ahead and, you know, get that off of you because you don't even need to be carrying that. And sometimes it's, for me personally, it's subconscious. It's stuff that I don't even realize that I'm holding on to or carrying or information that I don't necessarily even need to, to have. And it's important for somebody to just come along and be like, you know what, yeah, let's let's take this out. Let's let this go. And that's how I am in my personal relationships. Like the people that are the closest to me, we kind of do it for each other. We balance each other out, take out their trash. They take out mine. Sometimes that's a listening ear. Sometimes that's correction. Sometimes it's just accountability. So it's just being there for the other person in a way that everybody else isn't. It's like, what was the show with Ben Stiller? Was that Meet the Fockers? Where the dad had the circle of trust? Yeah. In my personal life, it's important for me to have a circle of trust because 
there are some people that I can tell everything to. Like, I don't do anything that's so bad that I can't tell my friends. Like, I don't, I don't carry myself that way. So I don't have things that I hide, things that can't be shared. I, I personally don't. And I know a lot of people do, but this is just me. But Nikita, I also have to say that I'm with you because even in my maturity, I believe in boundaries. I believe, you know, boundaries should be communicated. But the one thing that I think does not need to be communicated is if I'm telling you something and it's my business, it's not your business to tell anybody else's. So I shouldn't have to come to you and be like, Hey, Zion, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't tell nobody. Like, I did that, like, in middle school. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an adult now. I have two grown kids. I don't, I I shouldn't have to go to my friends and say, hey, I'm going to tell you this, but don't tell nobody. Like, I shouldn't have to. If I tell you something, it shouldn't go to nobody else. It's me and you talking. If I wanted the whole world to know, I would share it on the podcast. (laughs) So if I share something with you, it needs that information, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Like maybe I'm calling you to celebrate with me, but that doesn't mean, I mean, like seriously, three-way is a thing. FaceTime is a thing. You can add multiple people. So if you wanted your friend and your other friend to know, you could have FaceTimed them all. You could have conference called them all. You could have sent the email and, and copied both of them on it. I just think that there's, I want to say accountability or a responsibility. I think that there's a responsibility to, for e- of each of us to be that type of friend that, you know, someone can come and tell us something and they have the understanding that it's not going anywhere else. If I tell you something, it's not going anywhere else. And I feel you because I have, I have an example. Something happened a couple months ago in my personal life. And I went to one of my family members and was like, hey, I'm sharing this with you. We're not telling anybody else. I'm only sharing it with you for praying purposes. And for that very reason, we don't want nobody else to know. And I found out that that person went and told other people. Now, maybe it was with the intention of having other people pray, but I did not ask for that. You know, I specifically said, we're not telling other people. I'm coming to you just for prayer purposes, like to lock arms in prayer. So when I found out that they had went back and told other people, I felt some type of way, honestly, because like you said, it's that feeling of betrayal when I specifically asked you not to say anything and I gave a reason why and you still went back and shared it and it came back to me later that you shared it, like other people knew about it and I was like, wow, like, but it goes back to not having that expectation, not putting too much on somebody else and knowing who you're dealing with. And honestly, guys, if you don't have a person that you can be completely 100 with, if you feel like there's some situations that you don't want to be out, taken out of context or taken out of the person of confidentiality, just give it to God. God won't reveal yourself out to other people. You know, So if you don't have that person that you can completely vent to, you can vent to God. And he'll take it and he'll give you what you need. I agree. I agree. You know, I don't want to say it or because I don't want to make it like, you know, I'm giving an alternative to God, but get a journal. (laughs) Get a journal. You can write that stuff in there and get it out of you and rip those pages out and put them in the trash yourself. (laughs) Just to prevent yourself from holding in unhealthy stuff. Right. Right. Or even if it's something good, you know, like I said, 
There were times that I've shared stuff that I just wanted somebody to celebrate with me. Even those things, write them down. You can go back and celebrate with yourself later. Months later, years later, you can look back on that and be like, Dag, I remember that day. I was so excited. I had nobody to share it with. Or I didn't want to share it with anybody. It was my little, you know, celebration secret. So I wrote this down so I can have this memory to go back and relive again. I just want to encourage everyone to be strong. Now, strong could be taken in so many ways and perspectives, but it's super important to have a strong, unwavering spirit. Being strong in who we are prevents a lot of unnecessary drama and chaos in our lives. A spirit that does not conform to the world cannot easily be faced by others or their opinions. That can really help in a lot of circumstances, including this one. Beautiful. Beautiful, Zion. I like that. So that's our way to encourage and inspire you to be you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and check our website at VesselToBlesser.com. Sign up via email. And let us know what you want to hear. Any questions you may have that you want us to read on the show, let us know. We want you to grow and go in purpose, on purpose. And shop our merch. There's something for everybody. Shout out to Jay Weeks with the dope beat. Um, Where the music at? Mm-hmm.